0: I probably have that, that low thought probably like once every two months. <laughs> I feel you. Like every two months, I have that low thought. And simply because I am dramatic. Like, I'm, I'm
1: super dramatic. How's everybody doing? Jamari Denzel of the Let's Get Real Podcast. Today, I have Jabari Jefferson on the show. He owns the video production company, MazCom's Guru. here based in Washington, D.C., and we're gonna talk about his life today talk about his struggles as an entrepreneur and we're just gonna get to the real nitty-gritty on what it means to be a creative entrepreneur in the year 2023
0: How you going, baby? i'm doing good i can't complain man like i told you off mic it's really an honor to be here um i definitely been following your journey um i would say since like 2020 2021 yeah. Um, my homie ben Sens, uh did a production with you. I think it might have been like yeah, the DC government or something. Maybe like the DC Health go. Yeah, and that's when um he was telling me about your your business, and I was like, wow, let me let me tap in with him, you know. And um at the time, I just followed the journey. I didn't make my presence known probably until like maybe a year a year ago, like maybe 2022 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And again, just just was showing you you know mad love and support. I'm Like yo, I see what you're doing, man. Like. Your work is fire, and be- same same goes for you, man. I oh, appreciate that. Same goes yeah, for you. Like
1: man. I, and I tell people the grass is always green. I was like, he's looking at me, <laughs> and I'm looking at home You <laughs> know, yeah. I like, cause I like we both on the same tip, bro. We and we yeah. and we're both just trying to do better and get better, mm-hmm. and then when we get there, share it with the community back. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And I like, I got like, I can't wait to tell even that story with the DC Hope Project. Cause I tell people all the time, like that was a fluke in itself. What? To be honest. You uh, got a
0: bag though, right? I got a bag from Okay, so. <laughs> but, but like just doing
1: it, it was like I just faked my way through. Oh, it. I feel it. I feel I it. Because I tell people, because it was like, you know, like when you get into a film, yeah. and it's like, how you get on sets? Yeah. You know, like how you get into the community? Yeah. Because I feel like still now to the day, like I'm always shooting by myself. I feel it. Like I do all of this. Like I'm a true videographer. Like I hate yeah. it, but a true videographer. Yeah. Like I do all of it by myself. And then just that moment was like, that was the biggest, one of the big when I met then, <laughs> that was like one of the biggest productions I did. Yeah. And I just did it because. I got my producer to up her budget. Mm. I'm pretty sure she already had that budget. But I finally like knew my value at yeah. that moment. And I was like, I'm not gonna keep doing this for this low. And I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna yeah. keep doing everything by myself because I know it can be better if I had a whole team with
0: For me. sure. For and sure. I had to convince her to do that. Yeah. And once
1: I convinced her, that's when she upped the budget, you know, because usually we was working work on like maybe five, ten thousand. Yeah. Just like just for everything. Yeah. But at that time I got the budget to like increase to like 35, 40. It was like 40 bands Crazy. for that budget. And I think I pocketed like twelve. That's amazing. Out of the forty, I pocketed twelve for my business.
0: What was the deliverable? Was it like a like a commercial or so? That... It was a
1: lot of deliverables. So for the one that Ben did, yeah. it was um, uh, it was for we did COVID vaccination okay. campaign. It was a COVID vaccination campaign, and they wanted a lot of influencers. Oh, so I had okay. to spend time doing talent acquisition, looking for <sighs> influencers in the area to do it. Yeah. So I got like Crazy Legs and okay. Goofy and little bacon Bacon Bear. Okay. I got all of them to get on it. And then they also found another family of a 13-year-old kid that wanted to get vaccinated. He he begged his parents to get vaccinated. (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. And so we shot that documentary story, them talking about that story. Amazing. So it was two parts. You had the young influencers and you had the family documentary. The family documentary was showed on some network television show was it like DC's like I don't I never uh, saw it to be honest okay. I, and I know they were showing it when they was doing a lot of live or uh, like yeah. online zooms yeah they was like they did like a bunch of conferences and they were showing yeah. it doing those conferences
0: and I think w- when I first like discovered your work it was kind of I think around the time that you were working on that project and I was seeing like on your Instagram story like you were like in the lab you know like creating the the motion design I think you even was talking about like yo I need a like a Korean, um, you know, trend That was the second one. Oh, that was the second. That one. That was the second one. Yeah, trust me. I was watching every step. That was that was the second one. Yeah. So the first
1: one, I do. So I do motion graphics too. Yo. I and do. I, yeah.
0: I I remember seeing that. Like in like you were like when when you posted it on your story, it was like it was like so like. It was it was to me it was impressive, but you kind of was downplaying it. Like, yeah, I might just do this. I might just throw in a, a, a action sequence and like downplay everything because to me, like I could do better. <laughs> I'm like I ain't doing enough. It's yeah. always it's always I'm never doing enough. And that's crazy. As as creatives, you know, like we're in the field, we're always like you know so in it. And sometimes people on the outside they're looking at us like, dang, like you're doing all this. And for us, it's like, and that's, it's just, bro, because yeah, it's like I get day. so many
1: DMs, and I this, I'm gonna finally say it. I get so many DMs from people asking to like shadow me and do, something. and I'm like, bro, I don't know why you want to shadow me. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> that's how I think. I'm like, I'm not yeah. doing anything, bro. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know, but everybody like how you said, they tell me it's like, nah, I want to get to where you're at. Yeah. For and I'm sure. like, bro, I don't know how I even got here. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. You know, like I just, I just something happened and it just went that way, and I just felt through like. Like that was the first time. Like I got thirty five k just slid in my bank account. Crazy at one time. I was like crazy. I was like, Shit. like I don't know taxes and nothing. Right. Like I crazy. saved that much, but like just to hit it. I was like, now I'm responsible for this money. And have you? And, are you
0: vocal about that? Because I feel like that's like very impressive. Like I didn't even know that. Like I think. Nah. So talking...
1: I've been supposed to be working on videos to like talk about all of that because yeah. I wanted to talk about my first contract, my first. Actually, no. That one's for twenty. So the first one was for twenty-five k. Okay. And like I said, I think I pocketed eight. And that one, I pocketed eight to ten thousand. And then the second one was for forty k. The second one. That's when we did the. Everything was in different languages. It yeah. Was, we did. We did Vietnamese, style Long. It was like a bunch of French, Crazy. Spanish. And I had to translate it, and like so. Luckily, I know a little bit like of, of Spanish and That's stuff. Crazy. But I was like online using Google Translate. <laughs> it was like a whole bunch of stuff. Yo. But like I'm a finesta. Like I can Yo, the king to, of finesse. Because
0: to the whole point of pocketing, like you want to be profitable. Like you could have hired. Yeah,
1: because yeah, they wanted to hire translators You're and like, everything, oh, and you. then we had to do Zoom calls with them. Um, but it just cost a lot, so what we did was, I had a lot of friends, I found out everybody I knew that spoke different languages, and I had Yo. them watch the videos for me, and then I did Zoom calls with everybody, and then they had people that knew the languages, and when we was able to do Zoom calls, we Yo. were able to, and because I had to do captions, too. don't and I had to do the like captions that, by myself, That's and crazy. I had the physically, and luckily, Premier made it easier to do captions now.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, did, I did notice yeah, that. Yeah, Premier so. made it
1: easier, so that helped me out a lot, but like, I had to do captions for every single language. And I had to make graphics and every single language is just so different.
0: So Jamar, like are, like that, that's a lot. Like that's a lot of work. And so like do you do you do you see the value in um kind of taking on the brunt of the work or do you see the value in maybe... It's crazy
1: he interviewed me because I haven't got to my full yet. Because I'm like, I'm
0: like <laughs> I, I should be having a notepad in my hand because like, you know, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about like my story nah, yeah, and stuff. But I mean, since we're on the topic, you know, like for situations like that, do you kind of say like, you know what? I have a certain amount of money I want to pocket. You know, I I want to. Pocket. I wasn't even thinking about the money. Oh, you wasn't?
1: Nah, not really. Oh, wow. I wanted to make sure
0: everybody else got paid. That's honorable, man.
1: You know, like man. I was, I was thinking about the money, but at the end of the day, for me, it was like if I can get, if I can really make this shit look really good, I'll make it look really good, even if I'm, even if I'm not even getting paid. And it's like, and even like, like it's like the first one I did. Like, I, it's so funny. Like, so the first COVID joint we did, yeah. I actually caught COVID the day we shot it. No, the date, like two days before we shot it, I caught COVID Yo. and uh, I, mean, I spread it. Uh, all right, super so, spread it. All right, so, so crazy legs. If he ever sees this, I'm the one that gave me COVID. Oh man, right. crazy
0: legs, man. all right, because crazy legs, legs got
1: sick. Like, doing like we shot on Sunday and then we were supposed to relink on Thursday to shoot some more stuff, but like on Monday and Tuesday. By Tuesday, his manager had said he had got sick. I was like, oh shit. And I was like, damn, well, tell me if it's COVID or not. And then I started feeling sick around Thursday. And and then I got super dehydrated and I had to go to the hospital on Friday. And that's when I found out I had COVID. And then I called him and I was like, yo, so I texted the manager. I was like, how crazy legs feeling? He's still good. And he's like, no, it's COVID. I was like, oh, damn. And I was like, damn. I was like, I was like, I think he gave me COVID.
0: Damn, went for crazy legs. But then I found
1: out, but then I found out. So that happened on Friday. Then the next Monday, I found out the group of people I was hanging out at Bliss Nightclub that previous Friday. Everybody in that back room had COVID. Ain't that
0: something? Like, I feel like as creatives, man, like, you know, we have our personal lives. We want to be active. We want to be outside. But then we also gotta be mindful, like, dang, like I gotta also be in person. I also gotta create. So it's kind of like, dang, should I really pop out? You know, to you know yeah. this club. I mean, I was working that night. you
1: oh, was working. It was a we had one of my artists had was performing with Kligart. Okay. He he had created a keylock show, so I was I was shooting. So somebody in that in that back room had COVID and Crazy. gave it to everybody. But so during that after we got done the production, I was sick with COVID for like three and a half weeks. Dang. And I was like sick, sick, but I still had to edit. So I'm like on my left, I'm on my computer like every and I, he saw me, I was crying. Oh man. Cause I'm I'm like trying to edit, but like my stomach was hurting. I had to throw up every 10 oh, minutes. Man, that's the dedication. And it was like a headache. Sweet. And I was editing it and I had yeah. to i had to take a 15-minute nap. It was just so crazy. And you made it and happen though, at the I think. I made it happen, but I didn't make any more money that much. Like I was down for 30 days. So I didn't make so all that, like all the money I pocketed, like that it was, hopefully that I had that to sustain me. But for me, like it wasn't about the money. Mm. It was really about let me get this done. And I was trying to work with the budget, but like I said, that was my first time working with a budget That's and amazing. hiring everybody. It's like I got Ben, I had Ben. He was like up to like a thousand bucks. I had and I had multiple days of shooting, you know. Yeah. And then I had I got my boy uh, David. He was my gaffer. Yeah. And I gave. Yeah. David. Oh, David uh, Moutere, right? Yeah. 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 He I got him gaffing. I had like David DP Vaughn was there. I had uh, he was behind the camera right now. And so I had a whole team. And then I had to find a venue that we was in. We was at DC Studio Rentals in Silver okay. Spring. And that joint was like a bucket. Like, they wanted, like, 15 2Gs a day God, to rent that spot dang. out. So learning all that, but like I said, I, I didn't do none of that beforehand. That was my first it. time doing and that's it.
0: that's impressive. I think that's really impressive to to take that leap of faith and just say, you know what? I might not have that. I'm experience. play with these people money here. Well, we speaking. gonna we gonna make it work. We gonna you know, make it work. And, and it then, all. but they loved it.
1: They loved it, and then they booked us another one amazing. four months later. And, I, and that's when we did the second one with all the English people and stuff like that. And
0: that's that's amazing. I think that just goes to like your your work ethic and your time. But then I don't
1: work with that client no more though. So I uh, probably won't get those government contracts for a minute now. Oh man. Because uh yeah, so I was gonna do that video. Like I lost, I lost a thirty thousand dollar contract because of my ego. Damn, your ego, what happened? <laughs> um, Because we, because so after the D.C. Hope project, we were supposed to do another project. And with that project, they had me going around taking pictures of D.C. Okay. And the producer was saying that she wanted to use my images for a gallery. At oh, day. I
0: think I saw you made a post about this yeah. a while Yeah, I talk about it all the time, yes. For real. And
1: so she wanted to use it for a gallery and use my images. And I'm like, oh, right, well, you want to use my gallery? Like, that's not like you want to sell pictures and stuff like that. And Put your name on it. Because basically, because like it was a work for hire situation. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. that
1: sucks, you know. And I wasn't, and it was somebody I trusted. Oh, yeah. And so I wasn't really tripping off the contract. But look, like in hindsight, now, nah, I wasn't signed the contract the way it was. Because mm-hmm. it like gave me no rights to any of the stuff that I shot. Damn. And so, yeah, so everything is like a debt Productions company. Because like I, I was the sub while they was the prime production Yo, company. Yo,
0: t- talk on that. You know, I don't, I feel like I'm starting now. <laughs> <laughs> like take up I didn't even get to dynamic. my icebreaker yet.
1: Right, hold on, hold on. Because uh, you might have to come back. So let, let me yeah. get to the icebreaker first yeah, of all. Yeah, let's, let's get to the icebreaker. All right, we're supposed to do an icebreaker at the yeah. beginning of the show. Yeah. So the icebreaker question was supposed to be, if you could have a superpower go
0: ahead. between two, two,
1: you only get to the options, two options. And it's flight. On visibility. Okay. Now in flight, that's all you get is flight. You can fly up to like a thousand miles per hour. Oh, that's lit. That's it. And invisibility, you can become invisible. Nobody can see you and they can't hear you when you're invisible, but things you touch are still they like you they won't turn invisible, okay. but you become invisible. So, what, what superpower would you have?
0: All right, cool. So if I can I, I can explain why I chose yeah. it and why I didn't choose it. So I definitely would say flight. Okay. Simply because like for one, I don't like driving. I hate Kaylin can tell you. This was off camera. I do not like driving. I hate driving too. Yo, driving because it's like when I was a kid, like especially growing up in D.C., like all my friends had cars in high school. In D.C.? Yeah, I, I'm from D.C. I grew up in D.C. I'm saying
1: they had cars. I got a uh, different. What part of D.C.? Uh,
0: this was. I went to school in Northeast. I went to Phelps. I went to two high schools. You went to Phelps. Like, I got out
1: know Phelps. Okay, you went to Phelps. Yeah. Okay. So like a lot of my. I went to, my, uh, Friendship.
0: Okay. So like a lot of my um my. Uh, my friends, like senior year, they had cars. Like everybody was pushing cars. Senior and it was, you know, Kaylin. don't get mad at me for telling this story. But um it was a it was a young woman that I used to date. And um we no longer you know, like it was like senior year, we broke up or whatever. And she just be pushing this like nice Cadillac. And like i would be walking to school. She'd be driving by me with her new dude in the passenger seat. And I'm like, oh, I already like this feeling. You know, I need a whip. You know, I need a car. So if anything, it was like peer pressure. Like everybody had whips or whatever. So I was pressed to get a car. But as soon as I got a car, I was like, why was I so pressed? Like I, traffic, you know, all these gas. Yes. Gas is through the roof right car now. Maintenance. Car maintenance. maintenance. Like I got a I got um a pending part that needs to be fixed in my car. I'm I like, got like
1: two thousand dollars that I gotta do in my car right now. Bro, two to 20,
0: two to three. Adult and this is
1: more important than me than my car at the moment.
0: I feel it. So I was definitely and that would be my reason why I chose flight. And the reason why I wouldn't choose invisibility, because I'm sensitive. Like I would hate to like, you know, be invisible, you know, like put the little Harry Potter little cloak on or mm-hmm. whatever. And I like walk into a room and niggas just like man I'm not I'm not alright I'm 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 like especially if it's people that I rock with you know what I'm saying they say a lot about your confidence though so it's like a therapy procession yeah so reading into
1: it they say if you, most people that choose flight they choose flight because they want to get away and they want to travel they want to travel they want to get away and they want and 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 seeing how you said they don't want to walk and they want. To it's just easier for them to travel. They say people to, at people that pick invisibility have low confidence, damn. Because and they more and they sneaky. Because if you choose invisibility, because usually usually invisibility always come with these negative thoughts. Yeah, like how you said, they come with negative thoughts. And flight comes with positive things. Mm-hmm. So so it's the type of person you are. Damn. And like when you want to become invisible, you come invisible because you either want to hear what other people are saying about you. Mm. You want to see what people doing. Mm. You want to watch people, or you want to steal. For real. So that's why you choose invisibility. But when you pick flight, all the reasons you pick flight are positive.
0: Things. They are. Even
1: when you really or it could
0: it. be, I mean, to that point about being sneaky. Like, let's say I, I chose flight, and I, like, stole this fake money. Or let's pretend it's, like, it's real money. And I stole it, and I just flew away. Like, mm-hmm. that could be negative. It could be. But, I mean, it's just, I think it's like a majority thing. Oh, like yeah, I Like a statistic
1: it. thing. But um, I, think, I thought that would just be a cool, cool question to ask. But, so, you've been asking me a lot of questions. But, yeah. But we got to get to you.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, so what's going
1: on <laughs> with you and your company right now?
0: I mean, so, biz- business and life, you know, work-life balance, like that's always been something I've been trying to work on. But I guess I'll start with business. So, business, I, f- I would say, has been going pretty good. So, like, I made the conscious decision, I think, Really, actually, I looked back at my Instagram highlight. So I made a post like September twenty second on my story, and I was just talking about like the gripes of like doing every, you know, what we were talking about earlier, like you know, being a solopreneur and then the importance of having a team. So like I, I was, I was like. I think I was that was like peak burnout for me, like in September of just doing so much work as a solopreneur. Of Yeah, of 2022, and I, you know, and and you know, my experience with Instagram is really cathartic. Like I I really use it as a way to vent and just you know express myself and also share information about, um, you know, just my journey or whatever. So at that time, I got made a post, and um, it was to paraphrase, it was like, yeah, man, like moving forward, I have to have a a team. I need a team. I need a team. So. One thing about me, like, manifestation is, like, really big for me. So, like, I, I'm i a visionary, so I really believe, like, if I p- apply myself, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, if you believe it, you can achieve it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that has been my motto, you know, really since a kid. Like, those are the things that my mom would tell me, you know. Um, and again, as a kid, like, mom, you know, just get out of here. You know, you just, you're just being a mom, but, like, I feel like a lot of those principles that we learn in our youth, apl- they show up in our adulthood and, you know, especially when we're going through like different dilemmas and like business crises, like, you know, those words from our, from granny or, you know, auntie or mommy, you know, mom, you know, all those things, they kind of resurface. So I was like, you know what, if this is something I want to do, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna aspire to do it. So like, I literally like reprogrammed the way I thought, like I can't do this by myself. I need a team. I need a team. And like it will show up in the conversations that I have with like Kalen or, you know, have conversations that I'll have with, like, my friends, my, you know, my my family, and then even, like, strangers, you know, or colleagues, and then, like, I would just, you know, like, you know, like, it's it's like once you start to kind of have a destination in mind, you might not know how to get there, per se. Like, you put it in the GPS, and it might give you all these different ways to get there, but you know where you got to go, and each step of the way, like, whether it's a conversation or if it's a book that you read or a course that you take, it all you know, it's all just helping build that foundation to get us closer to our goals and that's what happened you know so um in December I attended a networking event at Sun Studios in Baltimore and um Sun Studios is owned by um a photographer by the name of Zara and um she also has a creative agency where she uh Creates content that highlights the Black experience um, oh, cool. and creatives or whatever. So um, she threw like a she always throws Zara always throws like networking events at her studio space up in Baltimore. So I went with the, one of my colleagues, um, Zion, who's a R and B singer. Howard he goes to Howard. Um, uh, he's great. You know, he's a great guy. And um, so we went up there together. You know, really no crazy expectations. We just went there to network. You know, meet other creatives. And then I ended up meeting my uh, consultant, you know, Gia, her name is, uh, her business is called Simply Gia, and she pretty much works with uh, helping creatives get organized, so um, again, like, I had that programming in my head where I need to scale, I need a team, I need a team, so, you know, we we connected, and, um, we, you know, I feel like we were aligned, me and Gia and I, we were, you know, Gia and I, we were aligned, in what we wanted to, you know, pursue as far as, like, business is concerned, like, being organized, thinking about organizational structures, you know, all that stuff that at the time I didn't really have a point of reference. So she was like, hey, Jabari, let's schedule like a consultation call, um, a free consultation call. So we had a call and everything she was saying, everything that she said in the call sound good to me. And I'm like, I got to pull the trigger. I can't be scared. You know, if I say I want to scale my business, you know, if I if I want to talk the talk, okay, I got to so walk. How much does she
1: cost? That's a, a great what's, question. What's, what's
0: so um, so we had our call. I want to say like on a Wednesday. Right. And she, she has, like, two price price methods. So she has, like, her rates, and then she has, like, her her incentive rates. So her incentive rates are broken up, you know, monthly. You know, like, either it's a month, uh, three months, or six months. And pretty much each of those months, she'll detail, like, what areas of focus that we'll cover. So her focus is on organization. So she uses a productivity tool called Notion. And Notion is like... I've um, used it. Oh, you use Notion. So, for those that don't know what Notion is, it's just pretty much like an intuitive way to schedule, um, uh, schedule. You know, your ac- your activities, or events. It's just a way to get organized. And they also Notion also has like a artificial, um, in- a, a, a artificial intelligence component that can help content creators come up with captions. You know, uh, you know, just different like search engine optimization, all the tech, the big tech stuff that we all need help doing. Right? It's all on Notion. So to answer your question about pricing, so um, so again, I met. I think I want to say I met with her on a Wednesday, right? And she said, "Hey, I, I I have you know my rate, and then I also have like my incentive rate. So if you book by Friday, you'll get like uh, a discount, a big discount. And I want to say like her rate was like two two k for a month, and um, her incentive rate was like fourteen ninety seven if you book with her like at the end of the week, and then so on and so forth." So of course, like you know, as someone that's like you know up and coming, you know, I'm trying to, you know, be con- you know preservative of my money and you know making sure that my my dollars are going in the right place. Seeing that number, it's like whoa, like fourteen, you know, fourteen ninety seven. That's a lot. But if you book with her longer, and I think this is just you know the beauty of just like sales tactics. If you book with her for a longer term, it's it's uh, it's cheaper monthly. It's cheaper monthly. So that's kind of like that again, like that sales psychology, you know, psychology of like. Yeah, you know, you can book me for a month, but we honestly could cover more in the longer terms. And um, if you book book me with the longer term, then it'll be significantly cheaper. So I ended up booking her for a month. And like, Kaylin could even tell you who's off, off camera, like, like things were able to skyrocket so much um, as far as my business, because, you know, just the type of thinking. That I had prior to. They bo- say
1: your employee is supposed to double what, what you make.
0: Exactly, and and I actually, and to be quite frank with you, I haven't necessarily made a lot of money yet this year. You know, I I definitely took a large step back from freelancing so I can focus on developing my business. Is that the most attractive thing to do? Is your, is your Q1 numbers going to hit what you wanted to hit? See, Q1 numbers that's out the picture right now. Like <laughs> I, this is like a whole. Like I have, I, I was able to work on my projections right. So I have a, I have like an ideal. Number that I want to make for 2023. Well, so what's your goal for what's the goal for the year? It's 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 well you know over. Saying, it's saying. it's 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 in the 200k range. You okay. know what I'm saying? And my, my, and this
1: my, I'm at three. Oh, you, heard,
0: you heard it here first I 300 uh, 300 my
1: my my, <laughs> my realistic goal is 200 but I always yeah. say you need to go go higher go higher so you aim higher so even if you miss it yeah you, you go a little bit so that's true my realistic goal is 300k yeah but if I hit 200 I'll be I'll be happy with 200
0: and that's and that's and that's and that's and that goes to show how you know how thorough and how um you know advanced you are in your your business endeavors and I and I and I i, I, I just have to applaud that I think that's amazing to I, mean, I
1: don't know how I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try yeah. to get there.
0: But, but, yeah, to that, but to that point um, of 200 being my goal, like, I, I definitely am learning to give myself grace as I'm on this journey. Ideally, yes, I want to be able to make a profit, but the goal right now is developing my business. um, And however long that takes, I mean, I have, like, a realistic goal. Like, I definitely, by, like, July or Q2 or whatever, I definitely want to start, you know, getting that return <laughs> yeah. on my investment. But right now, like, I'm not focused on a profit, you know. It's kind of out of the picture right now because of how much money I'm putting in to, to develop my... And essentially, this is a whole new business model. Like, this is this is me, like, lead it, like from 2018 to 2020, 2022, I had the mindset of an individual as a, a solopreneur. So,
1: is she the only new component you
0: bought on nah, board? Nah, 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 nah. Whatever components have you bought on board? Psh, man, it's, it's crazy. So, like, again, like, this month, like... And I don't want to, like, I, I definitely want to give Gia credit, but I don't want to give her all the credit because it, it, it takes a village. So mm-hmm. I think that there had to be a, a shift in my way of thinking, you know what I'm saying? So, and what I mean by that is, again, like I was focused on being a solopreneur. Like I was very tunnel vision. I feel like I had to be the best freelancer individual that I can be. And that was my motto. You know, and each year I was able to Increase you know my my sales uh, tremendously, and then having you know 2022 be my my you know the the my 100K mark, and mind you like I was what's the saying what's the saying like flying by the seat of your pants like kind of I never heard that one. It's kind of like you know like the the saying of like flying blind like you you know it just like it was I don't want to say it was a fluke because it definitely was credited to all the hard work that I put in. But I, I did not anticipate that I would make a hundred k. It just happened.
1: Usually, letting your faith, uh, you was yeah. I'm I'm messing it up. You, was, it. you was you was going based off your faith. Basically. Yeah, faith in yourself and and yeah. manifesting what you wanted. Yeah, and just hoping that it hit.
0: Yeah, and I and I definitely want to you know answer answer your question um about the team or whatever, but um yeah. So like it wasn't until like I so I have a a, a, a tax group that helps me with my accounting bookkeeping. And just, you know, all of the business matters, you know, that is, you know, it's required by having a a business or whatever. So Mm -hmm. um, I've been working with them since 2021, um, Belvedere Tax Group. They have a, um, their main office is in Baltimore, but they just opened an office in D.C. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Not that far from uh, Silver Spring. So um, they've been, again, like, like, they were the ones that introduced me to the PPP loan, so well, introduced me to how I could use the PPP loan, PPP loan for um, my business. And um, so Jason, he's the owner. So he's been telling me about scaling since the very beginning. However, like I just wasn't receptive. Like, again, my, my focus was Jabari and being the best freelancer, being the best videographer. You know what I'm saying? And then I, burnt, I burnt myself out, you know, doing that. And, you know, he we was- You a
1: lot, though. The burnout, it does. Yeah. You get tired, but but you become stronger doing it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, like, you know, and he kind of- it, it was kind of like a, a disheartening conversation where that we had, me and um, Jason. And it, it, I would say disheartening from, like, an ego perspective because prior to the conversation that I had with Jason about scaling my business, I very much wanted to be me. Like, wanted, like I, I factored myself in all aspects of the business I was like, I got to be the the videographer. I got to be the editor. I got to be the, and he was like, my man, like, why you want, like, you got to take yourself out the business. You can't, like, in order for you to grow, like, you're going to, you know, in order for you to grow, you got to take yourself out of the equation. Like, you can't be the laborer all the time or period. You know, if you're, you know, if you're looking at yourself as a video production company, like the owner can't, I mean, he, you can, but like, ideally you would want to have someone that can. alleviate those responsibilities. So, like, at the time when he was saying it, like, you know, I I wasn't, like, it was, like, going through one ear ear and out the other because I was just looking at what was in front of me. But he was like, nah, think about the future, my man. Like, you know, like, you you don't want to be on this hamster wheel. And he, like, you know, he's a very, like, visual person. So, like, he just drew it out for me. He was like, it was like three steps. It was like, right here, Like he like, the first step is where I was at the time. And he literally just drew drew out like a little. What was the What was the step? I'm gonna tell you. So like it was like three steps. So the first step, um, and this is how he explained it. So like he drew like a little hamster wheel, and he said, "This is you. <laughs> like you're on the hamster wheel. You're just working, you know, to break even or to just cover, you know, to pay down debt." And I, at the time, I had a lot of debt. And then the second the second um, tier or the t- second step was like this is where you want to you know where you want to be next, which is. Um, like thinking about profit, you know, so once you exceed breaking even, then it's like, all right, bet. Now I got to be profitable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are the steps to be profitable? And then after that, the, the third and like, I guess, final step, unless there's more, would uh be, you know, growth. Like, all right, bet. Now that you're profitable, how can you expand this business? You know, whether it's like, a fr- you know, franchising it out or, you know, just building a team so you can take on more projects. So, granted, at the time, like I was like, I couldn't even see that. Like, I'm still like, again, at step one on the on the little hamster wheel, just running, you know, running, 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 working, working, gra- working. And granted, yes, like 100k as a freelancer, you know, that's I guess that's a big deal. That's a goal. That's everybody's goal. But it's not like even to what, you, what we what we were talking about. I think off mic, you know, everything, you know, it's always green on the other side. So like, it's easy for people to aspire. You know, for, for someone that's not in the position that I'm in, and where you were, like, of course they'd be like, "Dang, like, congratulations, like, that's what's up." But yeah, my business brought in 100k, but I don't mean that's how much I pocketed. So I you, I said, don't
1: worry about what you see; it's about behind yeah, because like
0: I grossed like I grossed 100k, but then I also had expenses. You know, I had ex- business expenses. You know, and those expenses were also freelancers that I was able to subcontract. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that 100k went into somebody else's pocket. It went into, you know, rental fees. It went into all these different born, expenses. Buying new gear, insurance. Psh, tell them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, even, like, even, and it's like, now was another thing, too, that I talked to uh, Jason about, my business advisor, was about projections. So, I had no clue about projections. Like, I didn't know what that was. And he was like, have you done your your projections? And I'm like, what's that? So, he literally, like, sat down. You know, we had a laptop open. We We used, like, Excel. And he had, like, a formula that he showed me. Um, and he just broke it down like so. At the top of the formula, it was like revenue. So like it was like, all right, how much revenue do you want to bring in for a given year? So mm-hmm. I said 2023, and I I think at the time we just kind of just wrote like an arbitrary number. Like we might have wrote like 300k or something, just random out of nowhere. And then below that, it was like cost of goods sold. So like how? So with that, it's like those are like your uh, your variable uh, expenses. Like how much does it cost? to run your business so like he also used an example of like a restaurant so he was like so as a restaurant what would be some of the the the, the variable costs you know like uh and I forgot how he said it but you know we can kind of just play pretend and imagine you know a restaurant you know you might have to pay for like food and Oh, you know, all these expenses There's a lot of overheads. When you got, overheads. You got your building, you gotta pay for electric, you gotta pay for the insurance. you gotta pay for yeah. your liquor
1: licenses, you gotta pay yeah. for your employees, you gotta pay for your food. But but
0: very but the variable, so like so be- so below the variable expenses, there were your fixed expenses, so like your rent, your, yeah, yeah, you your right. lease, you know, lease and electricity, you know, all that stuff. And then after that, it's like your net, your net, like your growth, like what do you net after all these expenses are done, and then you have that net or whatever, and then Then all, and that's before like taxes and all that. And he was like, "All right, that net is what you're going to essentially bring home before like taxes or whatever." And that was a low number, even though he was like throwing out 300k and all that. Like my, I think the net using that exercise might have been like 50k. But that's 50k in my pocket, though. Yeah. You know, just you know, just with one business venture. And I feel like so to to answer that question from earlier, as far as like what's been going on with business, I'm also like forecast. And so like, I'm 26 right now, right? So I turned 30, you know, three, you know, three years from now, whatever, excuse me, four years from now. So by 30, like, I want my business to be fully scaled. So I can focus on other endeavors, you know, like video production, you know, it's, it's an entry, it's my entry point to business. Actually, it wasn't my first business. Like I used to cut grass as a as a high schooler. Okay, but um, I would say like video production. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm a business person first before I'm a creative. I just so happen to be exposed to the arts, first. you know, from Duke Ellington to like my aunt. To so you know,
1: see you got other business ventures you plan on doing in the future.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, I don't necessarily have them defined, but like my dad, like me and my dad, I I could my dad, like a you know, he's your first mentor essentially, your dad, right? So or father figure. So um my my dad, you know, he, you know, I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, like I wanna, you know, I wanna pursue other business adventures, but you know, I wanna wait, you know, until like I can stay afloat more and I could kind of establish myself. And he was like, What you waiting on? Like, don't wait. Like if you wanna, you know, do research or at least think about the next steps. Like you don't have to wait until your, you know, Mazcom guru is fully off the ground. Like you could still dream and aspire. So like I definitely, you know, taking his advice, I definitely wanna, you know, figure out what that next venture is. Um and I, you know, I talked about you, I talked talked with you off mic about studio space. So I might even be interested in, you know, getting again in the studio space or even just partnering with someone who has a studio space and seeing how I can support them and you know, just kind of make sure that it's equity and all and that this stuff. This whole
1: spot was a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this this even this
1: happened randomly and, for me that's amazing you know, though um like even like you talking, I'm like bro that's the same thing I'm I was in you know because it's like I'm so entrepreneur I want to do everything by myself yeah uh, not I, it's not that I want to I just I feel like I
0: need to yeah it's
1: it like it's also a trust issue too
0: bro and I have so many so can I real quick so I, I to that same point um it was an so I modeled a little bit of my business off of another DC- based business called spark street digital and um essentially like I, I used to work well I think I still work with them. I don't know, they haven't called me back. But for work, but it's not it's not it's no beef though. It's just or it's not no discrepancy. I just think that you know, it's a new year. They're probably trying to figure some things out. But they do primarily like live events, conferences, so I would uh cam out for them. But um I, I definitely like you know, I'm a, I'm a very like uh vig- vigilant person. I'm very observant. So I would, you know, I would just look at how they ran their business, like the, the, the dynamics of their business. And um they were like mad open to like talk to me about business. Like I would talk to the the owner of the business and he would like I was I'd never had that experience of just like an owner talking to a freelancer right. about business and kind of like their story. Like, you know, it, it really was like eye-opening at the time when I first started working with them. But essentially like what I was able to observe by their business, and this is not like no trade secrets or nothing like that. This is like information that's you can see on the internet, but essentially like the owner you know you know the owner is at the top obviously and below he has like a like a like a production coordinator or like a operations manager who also serves as like a, a technical director for some productions and then below her they're like producers and the, the producers take on their own projects big or small so like if it's a smaller project you'll have a like a producer and then they'll hire like the uh, the talent or well, not hire but they'll like reach into their, like, little Rolodex and then say, oh, let me see, Jabari's free. He can cam up. I need a V1. So I like that. I thought that was pretty cool how, like. And that's everybody that's on their payroll. Yeah. So so the freelancers are the, the lifeblood of the business. So the freelancers are the only ones that are, like, I guess, what work for hire, contractors. The producers are on their payroll. The, the operations manager who's above the producers is on their payroll. And then I think they might have, like, other, like, uh, they might outsource their other like administrative like payroll and accounting they might have like you know I don't know if it's in-house so they might just or like a VA or something. yeah like a virtual assistant or something like that but and they're, they're pretty established they have like three headquarters they have a headquarters in DC well they have three locations DC uh, San Francisco and New York but um, long story short I, I, I like that business model of again CEO operations manager producers and then everybody else is just freelancers so I wanted to adopt that with MassCom Guru Productions, where again i would be the CEO. Um, and I guess I brought up that point because the conversation that I had with the owner, like about trust, and like cause one thing I noticed that was kind of like off-putting would be like the, the owner would be sometimes he'll be working the shoots, like he'll be in, in person, uh, you know, either providing technical support or like actually like directing or technical directing. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I know, and he just had like, got married too. And I'm like, I know, like, you, you know, you're working these weird hours and you're always busy. Like, do you wanna like I asked him, like, do you ultimately wanna always be on set? And he was like, I have to. And <laughs> I was like, why? He's like, because I I just don't trust no one. I don't think no one can do it like me. <laughs> and funny. and I'm like, I'm like, well. You know, there's one of you, so I feel like there. You know, if, if you, you were able, to... Level, yeah. yeah, like I'm like, he, whether it's like you gotta replicate yourself. He was like, I don't, I just don't have the time. Like, I don't have the time to do that. And I was like, that can't be me. Like, I don't want that to be me. Like, I like even I have conversations with um. So I'm doing like a project now. I'm test driving that business model of having like the team and the the operations manager and the producers. So I'm test driving that with the, a, a spec project, mm-hmm. and um, and I kind of had to play that tug of war of like how involved. Do I, you know, am y'all I gonna the be rings
1: go a little bit?
0: Yeah. And so, and to that same point, like I had a conversation with um our director and our producer, and I was like, Yeah, man, I trust y'all. And I like kind of like step back. And my director was like, yo, Jabari, like, don't like this is still your project. Like, don't feel like you can't be involved because you trust us. Like, we still want you to have an opinion and a, and thoughts on, you know, you know, especially me being like the EP for the project. They was like, you know, he was like, the director was like, we still want you involved. So it's like figuring out like how involved do I be, or how how involved I should be, and how least involved I should be in certain aspects. But um, everybody's on point. Like my producer, um, for this project, uh, Spencer Kelly, like he's killing it. Hu graduate, you know, he has a, a a background in business. He also um served as like a production uh assistant on a lot of local, uh, you know, like network. Uh, productions, like he's really tapped in, you know, to like the, you know, the the world of producing mm-hmm. just, you know, the, the same amount of effort and energy we put into like our work as videographers, photographers, DPs, like he puts that same energy solely in producing. So like, he's like on it, like he's on it and like very inspiring. And he's really the standard of excellence that I want to have in my business. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he's on it. So like, you know, again, like for us, like we're, we're the ones sitting out call sheets and we're the ones you know, sending out parking instructions. But, like, having somebody that's dedicated to doing that, like, it, it's, like, it's it's a breath of fresh air, but it's, like, dang, that Like, so what's my role? Like, I'm, like, damn, if I... You got,
1: if, you got to focus on some other stuff?
0: Or? Yeah, so, like, it's kind of, like, that dynamic of, like, you know, I, I've been used to doing... Like, it's, like, I guess it's, like, you got to be careful. We got to be careful what we ask for, because, yes, I made that comment. I mean, I made that story post in 2022 talking about how I'm burnt out and how I need a team, I have a team, and and I'm still moving like I'm an individual. You
1: know what I'm saying? It it takes a while to transition.
0: Crazy.
1: So, let's get real just a little bit. Let's get real. I'm ready. So, I want to know what's the lowest moment you had mentally? Crazy. While doing this, like so low you thought. I'm not like, should I just quit like being a freelancer and go get a job? Like would life be easier? I probably? probably I probably
0: have that that low thought probably like once every two months. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Like every two months I have that low thought. And simply because I am dramatic. Like I'm I'm super dramatic. Like, I don't know. I mean I'm I'm not like like, that's not, a, that's not, like, a quality that I'm mad at. Like, I'm not beating myself up because I'm dramatic, but mm-hmm. I just feel like that's just who I am, and I just got to know to find ways to cope, you know, or yeah, find how do ways you, to, like, how do you do circumvent. That? And how I do that, like, I, I I stay grounded. You know, I have my, my girl, um, Kaelin. I have my, um, my parents, my friends. I have, like, people that I consider as, you know, mentors like yourself who can kind of remind me, like, yo, bro, like, what you doing? Like, stay, you know, stay in the arena, so... I would say the last time, like at least outwardly, that I ex- expressed that mental, you know, like the oh, that you know that uh, the feeling of pessimism or whatever, um, I want to say it might have been like around Thanksgiving or so, maybe a little after Thanksgiving. I had made a post, and it actually came from a, a situation that I had with a, a collaborator um, that wasn't favorable. But I learned so much from that experience, and I and I don't really want to go into details about that experience, but. Long story short, I had, like, a, a dispute with a collaborator, and it really, like, broke me in a way because I, I felt like I was doing everything I was supposed to do to to be a good com- communicator, a good listener, a good articulator, and it, those efforts were, weren't even reciprocated or even, like, acknowledged. And I'm like, dang, man. like, And this was around the time, that, again, that I wanted to make that conscious decision to, like, collaborate and build a team, and then I was kind of met with that resistance. I was like, dang, like... I just can't get right. You know, I kind of had one of those moments. And again, I'm dramatic. So I posted about it and I just got like an outpouring of support, you know, from like the creative community. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I think you might have said something. I don't know. It was just like a lot of people. I don't remember everybody just because of the, the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people was like, yo, bro, like keep pushing. Like, come on. Like, this is just the beginning. Like, you're making so much accomplishments. Like, keep going. And like one of my, like my, another one of my big bros, um, Malcolm Cook. He had uh, he was like, "How dare you try to quit the 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 hardest job in the world?" You know, as far as like getting gigs, like, "How dare you? Who do you think you are?" You know, keep you know keep pushing. Pretty much like keep pushing, bro. Like this shit not easy for none of us.
1: It's not it as it's such a struggle <sighs> being who we are and doing what we do because we do it because we love it. Yeah, but we also do it because we also know we we want to take care of our families because because living yeah. in this matrix. You know, you, you gotta be able to take care of yourself, and without doing, you need money. You yeah, know? like I always ask people all the time, like, what you do? Would you do it without getting paid?
0: It depends. It depends. It <laughs> like depends. that's the
1: biggest thing. Like if you would, you just keep doing all this stuff without getting paid. I'm um, like, well.
0: I, I I do that now. Well, technically, I do that now. So, um I did a short film called Flame. We shot that about three Saturdays ago. Okay, I saw you guys uh, working on that. Yeah. yeah, and like that, I didn't get paid for that project, but I, I loved every moment of it. I, I consider, you know, these spec project pro bono proj- projects, I consider that like film school since I didn't go to film school. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's like a level of arrogance to think that I could just shoot a film and I deserve m- millions of dollars. And that's a lot
1: of thing I want to say It's a lot of people. You got to do the spec work. You got to do spec work. I, I don't even know. We, we're doing spec work. We, we got one. We about to plan for like the 18th. Amazing. Let me be, know. can up with it. Because um, I have a, a YouTube service I used to do called Recreate That. And it's basically like I just picked, like my favorite movie scenes, the TV show scenes, that's and, I, really and I legit good. just try to recreate it on a shoestring budget. That's amazing. So like I think the next one we're gonna do, uh, Vaughn's behind the camera today. We, we're gonna do a uh, breaking all the rules. Okay. Um, with a, a scene with Jamie Fox and Morris Chestnut. Okay. Um, let me know. Um, I'm gonna act. I, so I do need the okay. <laughs> Get your Denzel on. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, exactly, Denzel. That's 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 absolutely the reason why my name is Denzel. Okay. Actually,
0: Cause it's for Denzel Washington.
1: But yeah, I'm gonna act. I'm gonna be Morris Chestnut and Vaughn's gonna be Jamie Fox, and we're gonna recreate
0: that. That's cool. Um, That's really cool, man. I, I saw a project that you posted recently. Uh, I think you did with Zach David. It was like a car scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that was for a sure, show, uh, the twenty the 48 hour film festival. That's really that, that was, was really good. We we shot that a, a couple of years ago. And that was a, yeah, it was a, some random thing we just decided to do. Yeah. Shot it in two days. Amazing. Um, edited, we shot and we wrote it, shot it, and edited it in two days. That's impressive.
0: And um, and it came out like
1: Surprisingly good.
0: That's impressive because, uh-huh. cause, I mean, hey, look at the talent involved. Like, I've I, i I've learned to never doubt the abilities of myself and the, the company that I keep because I don't think we're capable of creating anything that's, like, trash. We're too talented. The crazy thing
1: is I think everything I do is trash. But that's crazy. Uh. I mean,
0: I feel like that just goes to us being, like, I don't know. if I'm a perfectionist. Yeah, so, like, for me, like, I, I've learned to, like, a- avoid those thoughts because I, Cause it's a it's a it's a it's a quote that I saw recently. Uh, what did it say? Perfection is the uh, enemy of progress, mm-hmm. and I believe that so much. Like even for That's me I just started doing stuff. Like even right now, I don't know if the mics are picking up, but like the yeah. uh, the,
1: the baseball facility underneath us is, is loud as hell. Well, we right gotta now. do what we gotta do. But yeah, if anything, in my head, I am just gonna put a disclaimer at the front of the video and say, "Hey, it is what it is." For real, because
0: <laughs> I, I feel like we got. I feel like it's so many. I, like I have this conversation with so many of my creative homies that. They want to start doing podcasts. They want to start being more outspoken, but they're scared. Bro, like, I hate, like,
1: I, I'm very subconscious. Like, I don't even have my glasses on. I can barely see you at the moment. Yeah, we, we could be twins. Because, because, because twins? I don't like, I think I look better without my glasses. You okay. know, I want to be on camera. I hate the sound of my voice. Like, 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 yeah. like people say I can sing. Okay, I hate, just a little bit. You hey, got to hit a note for us.
0: We, we got to do a little, um, of, this content, content over everything.
1: Keep going, keep going. Ooh.
0: Uh, yeah, I used, to sing, I used to sing in church before okay. I stop
1: believing in um in, 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 in religion and stuff like that. Okay. Well, organized religion at least. I feel but, like But um yeah, like we could go back into that another time. That's but, that's cool though, um, man.
0: I because like like to that point, man, I, I just feel like people just got we just gotta start.
1: You just gotta do it. So like bro, like, I like bro and like you learn why you doing it.
0: And and like one thing that my dad always tells me, he's like whenever you know, we have those thoughts of like doubt or fear, just remember just look back and see how far we came. Like Look at year it's one. Like, I used
1: to be 400 pounds. <laughs> so, Talk about it. Talk so about like, it. Talk about, about it. Like it. Life is, it so changes, like, bro.
0: And another thing, too. Like, I had another homie in mind. He was like, we can't compartmentalize things. Like, if one thing is, if we're able to be successful in one aspect of our life, don't, we can't just have that be that experience. Like, it should be across the board. So, we're good at what we do in our careers. Like that same level of drive and energy should be applied to like our health, our our our, our wealth, <laughs> you know, fitness, all of that stuff. Like we can't compartmentalize these amazing aspects of us. It should be across the board. So like for you to you know have that accomplishment of of losing you know losing losing the weight, like that just goes to show that you are you know you're him. Like you know your your, your mental state. Oh my like my
1: crazy. My brother said that the other day to me. He sh- he said he said I'm so happy you were coming. Who you are? He's like you, him, bro. Yeah, he was like you, really. That we dog? all,
0: we, we, but it's like it, we, we all have that within us, you know. Some people choose to suppress it more than others. People like us, we're like, we're just gonna do or it. We allow other
1: people to depress it for
0: us without realizing it. And and that's a big thing, like, and I and I definitely, you know, you know, I, I definitely, you know, appreciate my family so much because I feel like your family is really the people that set the stone, set the tone for you as far as like your self confidence. And you, the belief in yourself, like, if you have a... You know, granted, it's it's nature versus nurture. So, obviously, it's people that have it in them already. But, like, you, you know, it's nothing like having, you know, having your parents, like, say, I believe in you or keep going, keep pushing versus, like, if you... You know the crazy
1: thing? Like, I don't get that. I be wanting it. Yeah. But I, I don't get that. Like, my parents, they... My parents don't even... They don't. They don't. I don't. I don't get any. They don't talk to me at all about what I do. Oh, sorry, like it's kind of yeah. crazy that like I'm even
0: doing it. You know. But that's what I'm saying. It's like nature versus nurture. Like f- for some people, it's in them, so it don't matter. I just push. I don't know if it's,
1: it is. Is it something every day I wake up? It's like, you just, like
0: yeah. for me, I know.
1: I got super depressed when I was like 10 because I realized at an early age that I might have to be the one for real to get my family to the for next real. level out of poverty. For real, I learned that when I was 10 because I realized I was. I was one of the smartest people. Now yeah. I don't want to say like said like that, but I realized I had that in me yeah. at a younger age, but that made me depressed because it put like a lot of responsibility. Shh. I put the responsibility on myself, yeah. so I shut down a lot because of that. Because I was like, damn, do I want to be him?"
0: Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah,
1: so I, like I had that, but then like after, after my brother died, rest in peace. That's yeah. what that's this with the tattoos right here from my arm. Once he died, that kind of like woke me up, and I was like, "Yeah, I kind of was just sitting here and just like." Wallow and like with those feelings that I'm feeling, yeah. or I can just enjoy life for real. And so at that moment, it made me want to enjoy life for and real. So at that moment, that's why people like, I never seen you get upset. I never for people real, say that I never see you upset. I never see like for even real. when like shitty shit happens to me, I just like flake it off. Yeah. Man. I just keep pushing. Like I said, every morning it's just, I don't know, just something in me that just
0: telling me And nah, that's, nah and that's great, bro. And I feel like those are the characteristics of su- just successful. Yeah, people. but like what you
1: need, like how your father is, like you need that. If, like the person I'm I'm in this studio with now. Like, He's doing that, and I appreciate. I appreciate he, yeah. he was on the last episode. Uh, I post him all the time too. Uh, yeah, uh, United Photography. He he is that person for me, that's now. amazing. So, I'm giving him his flowers now because I don't yeah. say it a lot, but like, he's that for me. Now, like, even like, like how you said you got depressed in November, I got depressed in November, yeah. Bro. Like, so, my brother died no four days before my birthday, and it's in November, November 20th. He died, my birthday is on Thanksgiving. And, um and so i get always get depressed during november and it kind of got me down so i stopped going to the gym and stuff like that i'm sorry and he know. slowly when i and i started slowly realizing what he was doing yeah but he was like slow, slowly getting me back in the gym and getting me back in my zone it's about the united united type. photography yeah. like he, he was slow just about making slick remarks because he know hows my personality is yeah. like he, know, he knows i like a challenge yeah so, so he's like i ain't see you posting the gym a lot yeah. A lot lately and stuff like that yeah. or stuff like that. Or he's like, oh, show me how I do this real quick because, you know, yeah. I like challenges. Yeah. So he would challenge me more. And I, that's, and that's what I need in my life. And that's amazing. And, that's, and I was, like I said, like in the last episode, I said, like, I wouldn't have made six figures last year if it wasn't for him.
0: And that's amazing. I feel like we all need those people, bro. We can't be afraid to ask for help, too, whether it's direct help or indirect help. Like if, we, what, if we have people in our lives that are willing to, like, show up for us and see us, you know, and support us. We shouldn't be afraid to, you know, receive that. You know what I'm saying? Like, receive that help. Because we all need help, like, and to the point that, you know, the the question that you asked a while back as far as, like, who are the other players involved in my business or whatever – Mom's a part of my business. Mm-hmm. Dad is part of my business. Kaylin, who's off camera, she's here to provide support. She's a part of my business. Yeah, he said he texted me and said, "Yeah, Kayla's coming
1: to shoot some BTS." I was like, "I, I, he, I never knew your girl's name." Yeah, <laughs> but I I, I figured it just yeah. she, she, was, she was when you said Kayla. Yeah, you know, I figured. So I was like, "I was like, that's that's what's up, though." Yeah. So but so because I was, I'm gonna have to bring you back on, man. Oh yeah, We for got sure. a lot to talk about because like we didn't hit everything I even wanted to hit on. Damn. But <laughs> just to carry it on, I want to ask you a quick question. What's up? What do you want to be remembered for when you die?
0: Uh definitely want to be remembered as a person that was willing to show up, support, you know, give his last to to anybody who needed it. You know, I definitely want to be known for me being generous, me being a person that can inspire and motivate, you know, person that thought of thought of himself last in any in any uh you know, environment where, you know, there, you know, there were things that needed to be done, you know what I'm saying like that's just who I am. Like, I was, you know, just out of consideration. You know, donuts, like little things like that. Yeah, you know, I was like, I, was, yeah, I, I appreciate that. It goes a long way. Like, you know, I, I definitely appreciate the, the, you know, the the platform to be able to speak about my story and to share space with you. So, like, the way that I pay that for it is by, you know, again, like, I give you your flowers, man. Like, you've done so much. You've inspired me. This, just this experience alone. As you know, not only, you know, increase my, you know, my visibility, you know, being on such a a reputable, you know, um, platform to to be, but like, again, like two black men. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because look, you know, this is, look, bro, this is a, this is a filmmaker's podcast, like, this is an amazing set, like, this is an honor, and, you know, most importantly, we, we get to, you know, as two black men, two black creators that are based in the DC area, we're already like, demystifying the, the rumors and the narratives that we can't support each other exactly. we can't collaborate like I don't like none of that stuff you don't gotta be the crab bro that they say. yeah like this is this this is proof proof that you know we we don't subscribe to those to those those notions of like you said like crabs in the barrel none of that like we we are here to 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 empower each other like if you win I'll win you know what I'm saying even if that doesn't directly impact me but you are a black man in a position to employ you know other people that identify as black you know whether they're men women you know you what have you like you are in a position to to change the narrative and even to what you said like you're you are the one to 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 help your family to be a provider Mm -hmm. so that to me is like amazing so if I can help and contribute to that in any way I feel like I'm making I'm making making you know I'm making a mark you know in the world so that's what I want to be remembered for, bro. All right,
1: perfect. So, like, we, we de- I definitely got to invite you, but we're going to have to do a part yeah, two to this. For sure. Um, Tell everybody, you can look directly at this camera. Just tell everybody where they can where they can meet you at and, and your business and everything. Like, just a quick e- expert. All
0: right, that's what's up, y'all. So, again, I'm Jabari Jefferson. The name of my company is called MassCom Guru Productions. Website, MassComGuruProductions.com. I am on Instagram. I have two accounts. So, my business account is called MassCom guru pro and pro has a d at the end which is abbreviated for production i also have a second page that focuses more on advocating for freelancers so my goal is to empower um, inspire and provide opportunities paid opportunities to freelancers who are based in the dc area and hopefully that can expand to other regions of the country and even globally And that account is called uh, Jabari Advocates, so Jabari spelled J-A-B-A-R-I, Advocates. And, again, that's more of the mentorship, more of the opportunities, gems, you know, similar to what you heard in this call. You can find all of that information, not call, but uh, interview. You can find all of that info on Jabari Advocates, and that's pretty much all my Details. (laughs) Details. <laughs> all right, man. So, I
1: appreciate you coming on the show. He's definitely going to be back on, everybody, because I got a lot more than I got. I wanted to ask. but we just But we just got in the, in the, yeah. the complete I zone. still owe
0: you lunch, man. I want to get lunch lunch with you one day, man. And we can just. All right, we, we,
1: got, uh, we can figure out. Next, I'm free all next week.
0: All right, that's a bet, y'all. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. So this
1: is Jamar Denzel from the Let's get Real podcast. And I hope you guys continue to stay on this journey with us. It's just going to get bigger and better. I got a lot of plans for this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. even start doing more events. And workshops, just all based on this brand of it. So, so I'm happy that you was one of the first three, top three on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, and we are gonna get, we gonna keep it moving, man. So yeah, I appreciate sure. you, my guy. All right. All right. So that's a wrap on the show, everybody. Take, stay tuned. Make sure you follow the Instagram account. Check us out on YouTube and on Spotify. Peace out. Much love.